I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Hayes. Oh, a superstar, superhuman. Collie Montelite. The speed of a bullet. He hits it. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today we're going to have a look at two storylines that I posted on the Instagram page the other day. Fafita's arrival at the Gold Coast Titans and Benji's departure from the West Tigers. These are two storylines that I find really interesting for two completely different reasons. One's filled with hope and one I think's heading for an absolute disaster. Let's kick it off. The arrival of David Fafita on the Gold Coast is going to be something very special. And for me, obviously, he's going to bring a lot of fanfare. He seems to be a really good kid. He's obviously got all the ability in the world. But for me, the most exciting thing about this is that, and and this will sound strange, but for me, the most exciting thing is that David Fafita, he can do less at the Gold Coast. And what I mean by that is that he will have guys around him that will actually know how to use him. I think Jamal Fogarty, he's one of the best sevens in the game. I know it's very early days, but what I've seen of him, I really like. And I think he's got a lot of potential, and he's got a really mature head on him, which I really like. Ash Taylor, a little bit of an older half. It's taken him a long time to master his trade, and I think you're starting to see the very best out of him. For me, this is the best halves combination that David Fafita's ever played with, and this has been my big concern with Fafita the entire way through his career. There's been highlight after highlight. People are telling me how he's going to be the next superstar of the game, and he's got the potential to do that, but he's never been in a system that uses him. If you watch every single one of his tries he scores, you know it's when he comes under the halfback or he picks up a ball off the ground or he, you know, he's doing an unders ball and then he looks up and then he takes them on. I think in this system, especially Jamal Fogarty, he can really start to use Dave Fafita. He's he's very good at isolating defenders. And with Dave Fafita, that's all you need to do. You just need to put him between the C and the D defender and let him run wild and just draw your men in. Just straighten up the line and create that little bit of space. Now, Dave Fafita, you know, the highlights that he creates um, when he does score, they're just so sensational. He can break six tackles you know, without even getting to his top speed. He's unbelievable. And 
as I've mentioned Jamal Fogarty a few times here, I think it's really exciting because, as I said, he's he's a master of squaring up a line and creating space. And, mate, the David Fafita signing, it's as exciting for AJ Brimson as it is for anyone else. AJ Brimson looping around the back of David Fafita, if they start to use him properly and they show other teams that we know how to use him properly, it could be absolutely anything. It could create so much speed for AJ Brimson. These two are going to be the best, one of the best combos in rugby league without even passing the ball to each other. David Fafita, he's one of the most lethal ball runners in the game. He's also one of the most lethal decoys because you have to keep your eyes on him. If he gets half a step in front of you, it's over. You can't stop him. You need two bodies in front of him if he gets the ball. And this is where they can just... They've got so many options out on that edge. And I wouldn't be saying to Fafita, hey, you need to stay here. He can do whatever he wants. Let him roam. Let him pop up in the middle. If he feels like they're on the back foot and he needs to you know, roll his sleeves up, let him come in. He's got so much ability, this kid, and he he just needs to be used properly. And in my opinion, he hasn't been. And, you know, that's you know that might be saying something about the Brisbane system. You know, I mean, last year was obviously completely awful. The year before that, they finished eighth. They got absolutely rolled by, what was it, 40 points or something in the finals. Might have been 50. I can't remember. I think it was 52-0 or something. That season, they finished eighth, and they were awful. People forgot how awful they were simply because Payne Haas and David Fafita, they won games off their individual brilliance that year. They weren't able to do it last season. You know, Payne Haas didn't score a single try until the last round. He scored it off a kick. David Fafita missed a heap of football. Shock me. The Brisbane Broncos come last. Mate, you take those two out of the season before, they probably go pretty close to coming last there as well. Brody Croft, Milford, it's all just been a complete train wreck with halves up there. This guy hasn't had anyone that's known how to use him. This guy hasn't played with a seven yet that's got any clue how to use one of the best strike weapons in the game. And now he's got one of the strike fullbacks out the back of him. This is going to be lethal for the Titans. It really excites me. I, I you know, I'm not sure how long he signed there for. I know the plan is eventually to move back to Brisbane, but the Titans, they need to do everything they can to keep him there. And, I mean, has there ever been a better time to try and convince someone of that compared to the Broncos? I mean, the, the Broncos are in a rebuild at the moment. The Titans, they're only on the way up. If the season went longer last year, the Titans are playing in, in, in the top eight. You know, if the season was a regular length, the Titans would have made the top eight and they would have they would have worried a lot of teams there. They definitely would have given it much more of a shake than the Sharks did. Gary Prospect, the Titans, there's a lot moving in the right direction. There's a lot of guys that are playing really good footy. They're probably a hooker short from being a star team, but they've got the halves, they've got the fullback, they've got the, the, the strike outside in Brian Kelly and these sort of guys. Mate, the the potential is there, and the pack is unbelievable. As I said, they are a hooker away from probably really contesting for a premiership here, but they could give it a real shake next year. And if they if their halves can work out how to use this guy, because no one's used him before, it's all been himself, it could be absolutely anything. I think this is really exciting, and I think the Titans, they're one of the most interesting storylines heading into 2021, because, mate, I don't even know where their ceiling is. I've got no idea where the Titans' ceiling is. It could be absolutely anything. Marshall! Marshall, and still with Marshall, he's got 10 to go, shut the gate, the best player in the world at the moment scores a solo Benji Marshall, obviously he's the part of the West Tigers, I've spoken about this a lot, and I guess it goes hand in hand with Harry Grant as well, he's left, so it's a lot of talent and it's a lot of leadership leaving this side, the other one's Chris Lawrence, so you've got to remember... Benji, you know, he's sort of the cherry on the cake. You know, you've got you've got the experience of Chris Lawrence leaving. You've got the playing ability of Harry Grant leaving. Just worries me about the West Tigers. And look, I understand defensively Benji wasn't 
uh, the best player last year. I understand that. He had a fantastic year with the ball in hand. He was the West Tigers attacking game along with Harry Grant. Take those two out there in all sorts. I mean, David Lof- Nofaluma, he, he was at his best when Benji was on the park. He got the ball to Nofaluma. When he wasn't there, Nof really struggled in my opinion. He wasn't the same footballer without Benji Marshall. Now, the team comes down to Luke Brooks, who has predominantly always played on the left-hand side. So you're taking away, you know, your best asset in David Nofaluma, who's playing out all the way out on the right edge. I just, I don't like the optics coming out of it. And to be honest with you, the number one thing that worries me, and throw stats out the windows, throw defensive, throw, throw everything out the window. This is the single fundamental that really worries me about the West Tigers without Benji Marshall. The reality is that this year, what they... Benji played some of the best footy we've ever seen him play. Harry Grant was the best hooker in the game for the most part. He arrived on their doorstep. You had David Nofaluma, who had one of the best seasons by a, a winger we've seen. Luciano Leilua was sensational. Josh Allier was fantastic. He's also left the building. And even after all that, they managed to finish 10th, 11th, around that mark. I mean, they still didn't make the eight. Now... Still last season, with all those things going their way, they spent a lot of time behind their trial line watching the other team kick goals. Now, for me, I'm worried that this year, 2021, next year, sorry, when the West Tigers are behind that line, when they when they need leadership, when they need someone to pick them off the canvas, Benji Marshall's not that voice anymore. Who's it going to be? Who's going to be the person that pulls them off the canvas? Their captain is Moses and Bayer. They haven't worked out what position he is yet. He was a halfback that played a grand final at Hooker, that arrived as a fullback, and now he's a left centre. Just, I, I just, I don't understand where, where the, the direction they're heading. I mean, it's going to be Luke Brooks. I'm, I'm sorry, do those guys in that squad, do they look at Luke Brooks the same they look at Benji Marshall? Do they look at him with the same confidence that, hey, he's going to be able to pull us off the canvas here? I'm not bagging Luke Brooks, but the reality is, he's no Benji Marshall. He doesn't have the runs on the board like Benji. He hasn't won a premiership. He hasn't represented his country. He hasn't done everything in the game. He isn't a golden boot winner. All these things. Benji, the experience that he brings. And, and you know, you can't buy experience. You can't You can't just put experience into Luke Brooks's body. It's going to take years. But, I mean, it's a lot to ask. And when they get down to those crunch moments where the head noise is kicking in, they're behind their trial line, they're down, there's 20 minutes to go, all the momentum in the world is against them. Who's going to be the voice that's going to get them together? and get this side moving again. This is my big worry, and this is why I never wanted Benji to leave, and this is why I thought they were mad for letting him go, because they don't have someone to step into that role. They don't have that player that can step up. The next best was probably Chris Lawrence with all of his experience. He's gone now too. Leaves a big gap in experience. It leaves a lot. Josh LAA is another big loss. You're going to have, you know, Joe Offhangau arriving there, and I've spoken about Offhangau. I really like him. I I think he's going to do well, but I mean... Is he the sort of guy that these these young blokes are going to turn to? I just, I really worry about the optics coming out of here. All the guys in key positions. I mean, you're going to have Jacob Little at hooker. You're going to have Dwayne here at 5'8", apparently. I don't know who your fullback's going to be. Have halfback Luke Brooks. It's just, there is no one in their spine who is a true leader and who's a true proven champion of our game that can overcome obstacles. And the West Tigers, they're going to have to overcome so many obstacles this year if they're going to be successful. And I don't think they have a guy in their team that can pull them off the canvas when it's going poorly and get the job done. When they're winning games, when things go their way, you know, you'll have Nofaluma scoring two and three tries. It'll be happy smiles. It'll be Leilua and James Roberts slapping asses, enjoying themselves. When it's tough, though, 
and you're playing the good sides, which, unfortunately for the West Tigers, there's a lot of good sides in the NRL now. There's no easy games. In fact, there's a lot of teams that look at them and think that's an easy game for us. There will be a lot of games where life is going to get hard. And do you think and they, 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 they don't have a coach that they're going to walk into the sheds after and get some sympathy from? No, no, no. It is going to be a tough gig. This is why Benji shouldn't have been able to leave there. They need a voice like him for those moments, and there are going to be plenty of them. For me, I simply can't go past David Fafita at the Titans here. I think it's a really exciting time for rugby league. I think that on the Gold Coast, as I've mentioned before over the last few days, I mean, they've had four cracks at a franchise here, and this is a guy that, you know, not only can he put asses on seats like what we have with Jared Hayne, but, mate, he can actually play, and he's coming into the peak of his career. He's not like Hainsey where he's sort of at the back end we're not expecting his best footy. This guy... He, he's not at his peak yet, and what he's doing is amazing. He's doing stuff that we've never seen any other player do before, and as I've said in this podcast, he's walking into a system with halves that, fingers crossed, they know how to use him and they can get the very best out of him. I think it's really exciting times on the Gold Coast. I think the coach is doing a fantastic job. It's a really well-balanced squad with a bit of depth. If they can just find a good nine or they can get the very bit best out of Mitch Rain, this team, they really could be anything. This is one of the most exciting storylines of 2021 for me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 